Welcome to Marketing Tales with Chris Raposo, a podcast created to spotlight and highlight marketers, tell their stories, and share their knowledge with those interested in all things marketing. If you're interested in more than just the cut and dry strategies and tactics and want to learn more about the human side of his guests and how they got to where they are today, then this show is for you. What advice would you give somebody who's, you know, just starting out in marketing? Most importantly, it's not about you. Like, it is not about you. It's about the people. You are serving other people. And it's not that you're getting them to come on board. No, you're, you're figuring out a way of how you can serve them, which brings it to the other important point that it is, this is a human-centered job. It is about empathy. And the more empathy you have, the more that you can understand people and how they operate and appreciate how they operate despite the differences, that is where you're going to win. That's awesome. That's deep right there. That's why I wanted you on. While you were at uh, South Carolina, I saw that you were part of the Gamecock PR team. Did you find that valuable? And what did you do there? Yeah, you know, it's so funny because that was so long ago and I forgot that I did that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, um, gosh, I honestly, I remember being in that setting and brainstorming ideas with other people. And I think that was the biggest takeaway for me. I mean, we definitely helped put out articles and things like that. But um, the professor that led that group was extremely talented. And um, I think just being able, that was a really good team um, environment of being able to bounce ideas off one another and kind of understand. um, There were a lot of different viewpoints because there were so many people in there. And so thinking through what could be good ideas and how to get people on board and intrigued was probably one of the biggest things there um and i enjoyed that yeah definitely and it was all student led with one instructor there or how did it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's great that's great hands-on experience right there you know yeah it definitely was um it was great yeah and then i saw on your linkedin that you are a resident cheerleader (laughs) so in your words what's a resident cheerleader yeah um i think so my one of my biggest strengths is encouragement and you know I for the longest time I just didn't understand how that fit into the workplace um because I am also a very emotional human um and I for the longest time and I could probably write a book on this and actually want to share more of this story um but I'm just not sure how to go about it quite yet um however I for the longest time I just didn't feel like I fit in the corporate world and workplace and also when I you know I got out of school in 2012 so that was over 10 years ago now and it was that corporate world was a lot different it's come a long way um and for that I am entirely grateful um but because I was emotional and didn't understand how to put on a mask in a workplace Mm -hmm. um I I can do that to an extent 
you know, I, I understand that you have to change faces from client to internal to personal life. And that always comes with the territory, but it wasn't necessary, necessarily like obvious to me that I could hold them equally. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, that has been <laughs> the biggest part of that. So, um, yeah, I, getting into the workplace has been interesting, but being able to be fully yourself mm -hmm. in a professional way, um, has been probably one of the biggest areas of growth here for me. So another big part of me is I have battled depression, especially for the past four years of my life. Um, and I think that's where that gifting kind of, I kind of realized that the encouragement is yes for other people because empathy, like you have no idea what people are battling and especially in the workplace where people are taught that they can't bring that personal stuff inside that sometimes acknowledging the just, hey, you're really good at this or like, I saw you do this and I just really appreciate it. And just like pinpointing those things. So it's not, um, you know, face value compliments. I mean, of course, those are great too, but it's putting a reason behind it too. Hey, I'm really thankful for you because of this. And I also, a big part of that as well is like, I don't want um, people to just think they're valuable because of the work or the effort that they put in. I want you to know that you're valuable because of who you are um, just as a human. And so I think that's a really important piece too. And so uh, understanding from where I come came from is that I need that. I need that validation and I need that um like I need somebody to recognize that in me. Words of affirmation are huge for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and so being able to offer that to other people is extremely important, but it's also, that comes from a place to where I know, yeah, I know that I need that. And so I want to be able to give that to other people as well. And so, yeah, I'm self-proclaimed resident cheerleader, um, always going to be in your court and cheer you on and, you know, encourage you in your gifting, um, and what, in your pursuits of what you want to do. If there's a way that I can help you and, you know, in any way, um, I want to be able to do that. So. Yeah, that's perfect. I love that because I, I need that too. And I, I, you know, get encouragement from that as well. So I really appreciate you doing that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Hey, so at Up and Up as an account executive, you know, what do you do there? It's so funny. So my role actually consists, and I, it's funny, all the things that you listed off in my uh, LinkedIn history has actually, it's all accurate, but I, I was a designer for 10 years. I come from the design world. Mm -hmm. um, and so I didn't go into PR. I went into graphic design and that's what I know. Um, branding is what uh, my specialty is, and then I fell into brand strategy, but I took a leap this year and, um, I was on the cusp of starting my own brand strategy department in my last role at my previous company mm -hmm. and decided to take a leap into, you know, before I'm leading other people, I need, I'm self-taught mm -hmm. like straight up <laughs> like, I, and I'm great at it, but there's so much more that I need to learn. And so, I took on this role and it consists of account 
um, account management, mm -hmm. obviously, but there's, we also do sales. We do the internal marketing and we also, we have a team of three. Um, and I also do um, help with the brand strategy for our clients. Okay. That's great. And now since you made the move from design to marketing, what advice would you give somebody who's just starting out in marketing? Um, there's so many different facets of marketing. Um, and so don't be afraid to explore them. Um, but there's something in there for everybody. Um, and you have to be able to consider yourself a creative because you are one everybody is creative in some way. So if you, there's an analytical side to marketing, there is a strategy side to marketing. There is a creative side or, or like design side of marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's plenty and there's plenty more, but there are so many different facets of it, um, that don't just think that your first role or your first look into it is an end all be all. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a place, but, you know, be willing to give yourself room and time to find what sparks you, um, what interests you and to what, because that excitement that you get is what's going to help you in your career. You know, you, I mean, you have to have that to keep going, to stay motivated and to really produce great work. Yeah, I totally agree. And you evolve the longer in the field as well. Absolutely. Yes. So what's, what are the most important lessons you've learned thus far as a marketer? Ooh. Um, I would say I, I took a couple of notes. So I'm going to look at this. Um, <laughs> the most important lessons was number one, never stop being curious. Mm -hmm. So you're never going to learn it all. And there's always so much more to learn, mm -hmm. um, but baby steps, you know, you can't do it all at once. Um, the second one is you have to be flexible and adjust the sales as needed because as soon as you think you have something, something happens that you didn't plan for and that's okay, but you have to be able to move and adjust. Um, also, marketing isn't a one-man show. I know people joke about that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and I think in some cases, like it does fall on one person, but it takes a team to um, have a an overall goal to understand how to do your job well. Um, and so it takes input from a lot of people. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. Um, most importantly, it's not about you. Like mm -hmm. it is not about you. It's about the people you are serving other people and it's not that you're getting them to come on board. No, you're, you're figuring out a way of how you can serve them, which brings it to the other important point that, it is, this is a human centered job. It is about empathy. And the more empathy you have, the more that you can understand people and how they operate and appreciate how they operate, despite the differences, that is where you're going to win. That's awesome. That's deep right there. That's why I wanted you on. Yeah, that's awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Um, so you're Gen Z, right? I'm a millennial. Really? I'm a yeah, millennial like, too. In the so. middle of it. Okay. I appreciate okay. that though. Like, yeah, so yeah. Many, huge compliment. Hey, <laughs> uh, um, it up and up because I know I met you at the higher ed marketing um conference. Mm -hmm. Do you guys yeah. spe specifically surf higher ed or anybody? 
We do. We serve higher ed. Um, we we got really niche down about 10 okay. years ago. Our company has been going for about 20. Okay. Um, but we realize how much, well, not that that was a realization we've always known, but like education changes the world. Mm-hmm. And it's really important. And in, in if we can uplift those people who are serving others to get educated that's what we want to do um and so you know education is the key to pretty much life and your what you allow yourself to get exposed to and what you learn um and that doesn't always have to be in higher education um and so we do things occasionally outside of higher education um but those are our main clients okay and now um what social media platform do you advise your higher clients to be on and able to target their Gen Z audience? The one, I mean, I think it's obvious TikTok would be biggest, but I know there are others out there that I am not as familiar with. Um, However, I really do think TikTok is huge and it's going through a little bit of changes in terms of like, who's going to, who's going to keep it open and who's going to ban it. But, um, you know, it started as a trendy thing, but I, it's more than dances. There are a lot of, I, I would venture to say that there are a lot more lurkers on there than engagers. Um, and so there are a lot more people watching, Mm -hmm. um, than you might think and it's also being used as a search engine almost like i mean by so many um instead of google like it's been you know said that people are using that to find so many different things and i find myself doing that as well um and so i really do think that's probably the winning platform right now i could definitely be proven wrong on that but um and it goes across all generations too. So um, there's people from every generation on there um, that are active. But for Gen Zers, I I would venture to say that um, yeah. because it is very relatable. That's, I agree. I definitely thought that uh, TikTok is what you would say, um, and I agree with that for sure. So uh, last question. So we uh, you talked about that. You know, this is as a marketer, it's a continuous process of improvement. Um, what are two or three books you would recommend to somebody who wanting to learn more about marketing and further their knowledge of the field? Um, well, I could name a million. Um, one of the biggest ones for me though has been, um, and this was actually what kind of inspired me to get into marketing um, too, is it's a book called Brains on Fire, but it's also a company. And it's actually local here to Greenville, but they also have an office in Los Angeles. And um, man, it's so granted, it was written back in about 2007, 2008-ish probably. Um, I would say around, I would say from 2008 to 2010, it was probably somewhere in that realm. So it's older, but it's important for marketing for you to know what's worked in the past. Um, whether it's current or not. And the guy who started Brains on Fire, his name's Greg Cordell. And he's actually, I am so thankful to consider him a good friend of mine now. Um, But he and a few others wrote this book and 
he came to speak um, when I was at University of South Carolina to one of my classes. And that was when he talked about campaigns, but it was really a very much before digital marketing really mm-hmm. like hit the ground. And so it was about just bringing people together um, and having them get excited about something that a product could be involved in rather than the product itself. So it was focusing on the people who they were and it brought people together. And I read that book every year. Um, okay. It's very good. Um, and it really just inspired me to get more into marketing. Um, so that would be number one. Um <laughs> For sure. Uh, Building a brand story is also extremely important. Um, That's by Donald Miller. Mm -hmm. And it just, again, human focus. And it talks about how your your customer is the hero of their own journey. And so how your product fits into that. And it creates a storyline for you to go by. Um, As a graphic designer, and strategist, that was my number one, like roadmap into building everything. And, you know, a hundred percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> so awesome. it's awesome. really good. I want to have to look into those for sure. Yeah. So, so two I, I haven't heard of. Yeah. I, I do want to name two. So for the third one is called Essentialism. Uh-huh. Um, and that's by Greg McEwen. Mm-hmm. I am a wannabe minimalist in my home, in my work, and in my whole life, if I could be a true minimalist, I like am working towards that as much as I can with two small children and toys everywhere. But (laughs) um, for me, like personally, just decluttering, but also being ADHD and my mind just being a thousand places at once, I realized that I need less to have more like more quality. And so this is actually talking about having less, doing one thing really well instead of all of these. Basically, it makes an illustration of you have this circle and you have a lot of little arrows coming from that circle. But when you have one long straight arrow capitalizing on that, that's where you're really going to be successful. And I think in marketing, we're known for juggling all the things all the time. And there's a lot of praise and recognition that comes from that but to be honest success comes from the people who really niche down and understand this one segment that they do well and stick to it and not worry about the competition and what everybody else is doing or taking every single opportunity that looks great but really just like understanding who you are and how you can serve um, your audience well so that was big that is huge. That's perfect yeah. advice as well. So for anybody who's watching this and what I'm writing up, I love your content personally. So is the best way to get your content through LinkedIn? Yes, I would love to find time <laughs> to have another route to do that. I've, you know, um, I had a newsletter at one point and was thinking about starting that back up. But for now, LinkedIn is the best way um, and I'm always, you know, want to say I'm always open for a conversation with people if they ever want to talk as well. Um, but yeah, best way right now. Connect, follow Elliot. That's the yeah. advice. Awesome. Uh, well, I really appreciate you. I appreciate your content and I really thank you for your time today. 
thank you so much, Chris. It's great to talk to you and see you again. Yep, we'll see you soon, okay? All right, see ya. Take care.